Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from Libido Reboot, A Widow's Sexual Journey, written by L.A. Maria. Widows have sexual needs, too. Libido Reboot, A Widow's Sexual Journey, is a true story about the sexual reawakening of a woman after several years of celibacy following the death of her husband. It is an honest account of her search for sexual gratification gained through sex toys, escort services, and online hookup and dating sites. Her experience led her to believe that others, in particular baby boomers, could learn and be inspired by her journey. This timely book provides excellent relationship advice designed to help both men and women ultimately discover how good sex and intimacy is for their health and well-being. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from Libido Reboot. Chapter 1. The Sexual Journey Begins The hand that was gently stroking and massaging the beautiful masculine back of my lover suddenly stopped dead in his tracks as my mind was concentrating on the cryptic words he was speaking and what he was trying to convey to me. Finally, with a catch in my breath, not daring to utter the words that would sound the death knell of our relationship, I said, So, you're engaged. You can read more about my lover in the final chapter, but to bring you to this point, I need to start at the beginning. More than six years ago, I lost my husband after a two-year battle with cancer. It came as a shock. Unbelievable. He was always so fit, never smoked, had a glass of wine with his dinner, and I had only ever seen him take a painkiller twice. Lung cancer. I asked the oncologist at diagnosis, how can he have lung cancer? I'm the smoker. Quick as a flash, he responded, smoking has nothing to do with it. Thousands of people who have never smoked develop lung cancer. At the time of diagnosis, my husband was already at stage four. It had spread to his bones, and I was advised that treatment would be palliative, not curative. The grieving process that took place at that time was as though we had already lost him, as, with this prognosis, it was the end of our future together, the end of our dreams, our plans, the end of his future as a father and grandfather, and the end for me in the future as his partner and lover. At 58, I found myself to be a widow, a mantle that I did not want to wear. I was too young, and it took me some time to get used to, as I had met my husband when I was 19 and he was 26. I was so lucky because he absolutely adored me, and we had a loving, caring relationship spanning nearly 40 years. I finally accepted my new status and settled into widowhood, never having the slightest inkling to replace him with another man, and certainly not ever considering sharing my bed with any other man. My husband had said to me on more than one occasion, Don't worry, you will marry again. They will be queuing to snap you up. My response was always the same. I'm not training another one. Without giving it a minute's thought, I quite happily prepared to live the rest of my life like a nun. Then one day, almost two years ago, I was lying in bed one night and, like a thunderbolt, was hit with the strangest sensation. My libido was back. 
Not only was it back, but with a vengeance. I was feeling totally erotic and found myself caressing the sensual parts of my body, kissing the soft flesh on the top of my arms, tickling my armpits and stroking my breasts in a circular motion, causing my nipples to rise and harden. The high state of arousal ultimately led to masturbation, something I had not done in years, and it did not take long to reach a climax so powerful that I felt the blood rushing to my head. It was an experience I had never before encountered. It had been nearly seven years since I had had sexual relations, as, during my husband's illness, he had lost the desire for intimacy and rejected any advances I made. Perhaps such a long abstinence had caused this overreaction to needing sexual gratification. Night after night, sleep was delayed while I tried to give my body what it so obviously needed as my sexual desires heightened. Eventually, the obsession with my sexual needs became frenzied, and I did not know what to do about it. An acquaintance of mine made the comment at a social function that I looked as though I was in heat. This observation horrified me, as I believed my feelings were well and truly internalized, and that I was successfully hiding this deep secret. Though I still did not want to enter into a relationship with a man, my need and desire for sexual gratification reached a fever pitch. I needed some kind of relief now. Not far away from where I lived was a sex shop, and I wondered if perhaps I could find something there that would help. Three times I approached the shop, and, on each occasion, I shrank from the thought of entering, as I had always considered these places to be for perverts. Finally, I summoned the courage to enter. There was a young lady behind the counter, what a relief, not a man. I approached her and asked, What do you have for a widow? Oh, she answered, That's easy. My mother is a widow. Come, and I will show you some options. Still uncomfortable in this environment, I kept my eyes firmly on what she was showing me from the vast array of sexual toys, not daring to look around and hanging my head when a male customer entered the shop. I settled on a phallic-shaped toy vibrator with an extra part to massage the clitoris. I picked a purple one, my husband's favorite color. It came beautifully presented in a box, and the lady sold me some lubricant oil to go with it. She put them in a plain plastic bag, and then, feeling ashamed, I walked discreetly out of the store into the haven of my car. At home, I carefully hid it so that my son would not see it. Using a vibrator was a whole new experience for me, and my highly charged sexual state meant my vagina always seemed wet, so that I rarely needed the use of the lubricant. I had to be discreet when I used it, but one evening I was a little more daring than usual as my son was out. However, he came home earlier than expected, and, so absorbed was I in what I was doing, I had not heard him. He must have heard the noise of the vibrator and my heavy breathing as I heard him creep into my room to investigate. I lay there frozen with the vibrator turned off and held tightly between my legs as he walked further into the room, stood very still, and listened. I remained quiet, pretending to be asleep, until satisfied that what he had heard did not seem to be anything to worry about, he left my room to go to his own. Phew, that was a close one. 
The toy did the job for a while, although I found it disappointing how quickly the batteries went flat. Furthermore, it had its limitations in that it couldn't kiss you, caress you, hold you, and give you the pleasure of skin on skin, so I was still not satisfied. To put it plainly, I was desperate for a good fucking. Again, I was in a quandary on what to do about it. My sexual thoughts and how to resolve them occupied my mind nightly before I went to sleep. I still did not want a relationship with a man, but I was getting desperate for sexual satisfaction. How on earth was I going to go about achieving this? I couldn't just go into a bar and be picked up, especially not on my own and at my age. I had my health to consider, as a one-night stand could expose me to STDs, HIV, or physical harm. I wondered why there are brothels for men and not for women. I recalled a girlfriend years ago who had lamented the same thing sometime after her divorce. One evening, I was watching a television show that provided me with an interim answer. The woman in the story was a divorcee and needed a male companion for a function. She sought one from a male escort agency, who subsequently provided her with a sexual service as well. Her temporary lover was someone from a reputable agency that had strict guidelines, and he was guaranteed to be safe, both sexually and do no harm physically. It was an arrangement guaranteed to be non-threatening and discreet. We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from Libido Reboot. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.